What is our uh, Maoist Carl Weezer versus ML Borat? Okay, go. Okay, give me a second here, guys. Oh my god. Okay. So, got my little red book here. I still have no idea why I bought this. I I had to nah, get over the it's, limit. It's fun to own them. It's fun to own. It's it's not an endorsement of everything. Soldiers are the foundation of an army, unless they are imbued with a progressive political spirit, and unless such a spirit is fostered through progressive political work, it will be impossible to achieve genuine unity between officers and men. Impossible to arouse their enthusiasm for the war and resistance to the full, and impossible to provide an excellent basis for the most effective use of all of our technical equipment and tactics. Thank you, Phil. Well, you see, when you put too much power on the soldiers, they uh, they can go very bad because, uh, for example, here in Portugal, we have the soldier, very radical, yes. Uh, very radical. You, uh, United <laughs> States put aircraft carrier on the Lisbon and say, if you go socialist, we put the aircraft carrier planes, <laughs> the bomb the Lisbon, bomb the Porto, uh, and the soldiers say, okay, we try to do coup anyway, make the socialism. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Communist Party Portugal, part of uh, coalition to not have that because uh, uh, we not want to become war zone. So, very nice. <laughs> Thank you, Borat. Thank you for that. We have Portuguese uh, ML Borat uh, today in talking with Maoist Carl Weezer. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Manager. <laughs> I am from Educate America, Tanky and Liberal on Hobby Communist. <laughs> Another Yeah, um, let me say. You're sitting in a war room. All around you are figures from all sorts of political stations. There's... A guy who looks like Dr. Strangelove. Not like the actor who played him, but just straight up him. You're all sitting around, and you're all just waiting. Waiting for war to be declared. Waiting for something to happen. A man walks into the room, crying, sputtering, shitting, and vomiting. Okay. He looks to you, and he says, Sir, the gas prices are up. (laughs) you look him dead in the eyes and you say the gas prices are up yes sir the gas prices are up by how much sir they keep rising it hasn't stopped it hasn't stopped he steps out of the shadows and it's revealed that he's Joe Biden (laughs) he says listen here Jack you won't jack up the prices of gas anymore on my watch, Jack. <laughs> Joe Biden turns to four cloaked figures. His Illuminati council 
if you will. Uh-huh. And he says, well, listen here, Jackson, Jacksuses, we've got a problem, and we need you to solve it. Hmm. Josiah, how do we solve the problem? How do we solve the problem? Uh, I think we should declare war on Saudi Arabia. I think um, maybe the best thing to do is a kind of big set Guaido guy, you know. Uh, mm. Turns out that uh, Nicolas Maduro is the president of Venezuela, so you cannot ask Guaido for for oil for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, let's just give up. I already have like the instructions in place for Bennett buggies. <laughs> you gotta remove your engine of the car, remove your front window, and then attach two horses to the front of your car, and you're set. It's gonna take you two weeks to get from Michigan to Massachusetts, but you know what? It's not about it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. It's about the journey. Uh, yeah. One guy goes, "What if what if we uh, relied less on oil? I, I, you know, I've been hearing about this Green New Deal, and then security guards pull them out." <laughs> have you have any of you been in europe i have i've been to paris that's it i listen to the difference between the cars that americans drive and the cars that europeans drive yeah why yeah, don't you just because your, your europeans are terrible drivers that's the main difference no it's not you guys drive on the wrong side of the road like <laughs> no, no, that's only that's only in that's Britain. only in england that's only in yeah. britain is fucking racist the the, no. the, Ro- the Romans don't. Uh, Parisian sorry, drivers are the most insane drivers I've ever seen. Person than in America, because in America, when you turn 16, you just need to park your car and suddenly you have a driving license. While in uh, in Europe, I, I already failed two driving exams, actually, and I'm going to try my third. Like on oh, the that's... last one, I failed because uh, I was parking in a really tight spot, you know, parallel. And I got too close to the light of the car in front of me when I was like pulling it out, even though it wouldn't crash, just because it was close. It was enough to fail my entire exam. I the only reason that I have my license uh, is because uh, the day that I took the test, there was nowhere to try parallel parking. And it was a backwoods courthouse kind of place, or like like DMV, Iowa, and they were like, eh, "Well, I'll just say you did well." It took me five times to get my license. Jesus, it took me. You do not two. have any idea, like the training that I did before the second exam. I would have to like do perpendicular parking, like going up and then turning. I would have to do parallel parking on like slopes and stuff like that. It was some karate kid shit for driving a car. I swear to God. And then I failed the first five minutes. It was incredible. Well, um, we should probably have- say we're in Mammonburg. Um, with mm. with Reich, you might want to get Reich your is, everybody. Reich is here. Reich is here. Reich, Reich is here. Everybody. Reich is here. My fellow Reich. Catholic socialist. Hello. Yeah. Not just socialist. Yeah. In your, your Portuguese accent. Your fellow accent. national socialist. In the sense that I am a Portuguese socialist, I am a national socialist. <laughs> everybody likes a Nazbol, you know. Mm. No, I, no that, national. So that's just Nazi. <laughs> yeah. What? No. How could they possibly be Nazis? It's right in the name. <laughs> yeah, of course the ethnic fascist says that. Yeah. <laughs> if the ethnic fascist, like if the my Russian history Nazi- teacher tried to con- like he did the thing where it's like 
oh, fascism is a form of socialism. And I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. Socialism is when the government does stuff. Most Mussolini is my favorite anarcho-syndicalist. And the more the government does stuff, the more socialist it is. Yeah, but uh, imagine if, like, Limonov is, like, Trotsky's little bitch that went to New York and did a lot of coke and shit and then came back to Russia. Imagine if he actually said, yeah, we are a Russian Nazi party. He would get f- beat the fuck up by, uh, <laughs> by uh, World War II veterans with, like, flagpoles. They would just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> so we have to do that more. Oh, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're national communists, national Bolsheviks. Yeah, no, Nazbol's only really makes sense in, like, a post-Soviet context, in my opinion. Yeah. Because they have to have, like, that nostalgia for a communist past that then they can make into, like, a fascist myth. Yeah. Well, it's like the ones, because I think, like, the th- the two of you, and I think Phil was there, discussed this before, is the idea of the, uh, the, rom- the romanticization of both Tsarist Russia and Soviet Russia at yeah, the same yeah. time. And That's like, <laughs> uniquely post-Soviet. Yeah. yeah. The Soviet Union is a superior stage of the affirmation of the Russian nation. It's, right. it's incredible. I mean, most yeah. of the movements that were in that sort of camp originally were kind of false flags, like the, the Mlado Rossi, the Tsars and Soviets guys uh, that wanted a Soviet monarchy. Uh, the guy that founded it was kind of legit, but it got infiltrated by the Soviet secret services pretty fast, and it just turned into basically a trap for like Russian <laughs> white emigres in like Paris and Berlin. They would be like, "Oh yeah, let's check out this organization." Uh, it's Everybody in it is undercover, and then they would just turn up dead. They would just turn up dead. <laughs> Jesus. That's Everybody awesome. is an informant. Everybody's yeah. That's uh yeah. Yeah, if you want to come to the US and you want to go to an organization that everybody's just an informant, I guess that would be maybe the CPUSA. Everybody in the Communist Party in the US is just like other CIA agents. Yeah. Spying yeah. on the communists. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could also say the Ku Klux Klan, but they're there unironically. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The KKK is not undercover. They're they're agents, they're, but they're, they're on doing free it. time. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, this is our leisure activity. Uh, this is just what we. This is just what we do in our spare. Bur- time. Yeah, blow off a little steam by burning some crosses. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I want mm-hmm. to, to symbolize the victory of Christ over death by burning a cross. There's nothing wrong with them. <laughs> evangelical moment uh the the pointy white hats uh point to our benevolence obviously because uh if it's if it's a white hat yeah they did they stole it because that used to be a benevolent thing and the the fucking evangelicals were like hey let's make this like racist (laughs) let's make it racist (laughs) i love i love it's it's great it's great how that happens like a lot yeah man now i know how like the hindus feel when like the swastika got appropriated. Oh yeah, that that's man, that has to be a real bummer. Yeah. Ah, who doesn't <laughs> love a bit of the old racism? I don't. No one, no I'm one here does, Phil. I know that like your ethnic fascist urges are like coming. They're forward, coming out, yeah. A little yeah. bit. Take your pills. Um, 
Yeah, so this is just kind of a chill episode, I think. Yeah, it's chill episode. Hey, it's kind of chill. Uh, um, all of us in the yeah. States woke up at like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> so, uh, I woke up to the DMs between Reich and Caligula arguing who was going to be uh, on the episode this morning. So. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at the gas prices right now. Oh yeah, we should talk about that. So Kiev, Kiev, Kiev has still not been taken, which is the good just news. That's that. good. It's it's Kiev in English. You do not have to to change the way you speak because Zelensky says so. You know, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Kiev, right? Because it's still it's still it's still said as Kiev. It's just written differently in the Ukrainian language. I think it's pronounced slightly different, but I don't care. Like, I, I think it, like yeah. that was that was one of the funniest things, like, when this started, where people are like, you know, it feels like when somebody spells it with the E instead of the Y now, like, they're dead naming Kiev. And it's like, dead are you fucking with me? Are you fucking? Do, do you know any other lens to look at geopolitics aside from, like, interpersonal, like, stupid shit like this? No, because... <laughs> You do not understand the fact that NATO stockpiled weapons and missiles in in uh, Ukraine, uh, uh-huh. and think that 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 had anything to do with the war. That's victim blaming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you legit in Portugal, you had people in every fi- in every fucking newspaper doing the disgusting comparison that yeah. uh, Ukraine. Is as if a woman was uh, asking for it, and that that's what the leftists are saying. Yeah, very good, very good. It's, so it's I... very normal, very normal. Uh, middle-aged yeah. just love to make jokes about women being raped. It's just a, a very humanitarian that's... thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't like, worry, I don't fellas. Know, Wait, hang on, Phil. Hold that thought. Uh, <laughs> I um, what liberals have kind of like heel turned on a bunch of shit because i told you I, I told you about this josiah the vaccine shit they were doing yeah a while ago were like one i think they got like they were celebrating a shipment of vaccines being denied to like i think it was bangladesh or something like that oh god and then like they were like well you know ukraine's only 35 percent vaccinated what the hell what are they doing now? Estimated was hilarious because it was like some American that wanted to volunteer that, but had uh, uh, I don't know if you say it in English like immunocompromised uh, oh, um, yeah. defense system of the organism. So it was like someone who cannot even take a virus to the mouth, but wants to take a bullet to the brain. Uh, which I think is hilarious, like great spirit, like very courageous. You're going to be just like Captain America. Um, but <laughs> well, yeah, do kill you faster. In all fairness, yeah. I mean, they have to hit the right place, but they do kill you faster. Withholding any kind of aids or services to countries because they did not stop trade with Russia, and you have like liberals literally doing that fucking soy jack faces, you know, like when they. When they go like very angry, <laughs> and actions have consequences. You shouldn't have supported the Nazi. Uh, I mean, yeah, I am a Christian, but uh, it's hard to say if I would be uh, emotionally touched if uh, something would happen to those people <laughs> who think that they are so high and mighty and so above everyone else. 
it's, you want uh, the ICBM to deserted island with those people on it. Oh, man. I'm no. just saying they're incomplete human beings, in a way. Incomplete human beings. It's a it's a shit show on you know in the news these days. Um, my Facebook, so like okay, so I'm not on Twitter, of right. course for Lent. So mm-hmm. I'm on Facebook, and Facebook's awesome because uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been on Facebook too. It's, it's awful. I it's so great because you know everybody's just got the stupidest like they just like lock and file fall into like Republican or Democrat, like liberal or conservative. It's it's beautiful. TikTok um, has been an amazing place for misinformation too. But TikTok, let me- oh, yeah. I bet. Um, there's a lot of fight about gas prices going on right now that I think is just stupid all around. One is just conservatives are like, see, this is what happens when you vote for Joe Biden. The gas prices go up, um, which is stupid, yeah. uh, dumb. But then the other side is then the liberals are like, Joe Biden doesn't control the gas prices which is a talking point from like three months ago because that would be true however hi jackal jackal just joined jackal Um, just joined us however my ear infection little baby boy uh let me finish this real quick however however um biden is doing sanctions so in this one case yes he is literally responsible for the gas prices going up, so don't set yourself up for this really easy zinger. <laughs> I mean, I've seen a guy on Twitter, you know, a Portuguese boomer liberal. Um, he took like a picture of the gas prices at the petrol station, and he posted it on Twitter, and he used the quote: "The biggest enemy of socialism isn't capitalism; it's reality." Uh, hashtag uh, Margaret. Epic. Because. Uh. Putin is a communist and Putin started this war. So when gas prices go up and corporations profit, that's socialism. That's socialism. Oh, that's socialism. That's socialism. I took that that they were calling Biden a socialist. But it's even dumber when you put it like that. Yeah, that's even stupid. Well, yeah. Uh, so, oh, Jack, so you've joined us for the episode officially? Uh, that depends on am I going. Is, the apparent second heart in my head going to just start beating. Uh, yeah, if you gotta tap out, you gotta tap out, but I have... So, uh, we, yeah, we stop having an you. ear infection, you bastard. But you, you know what? I uh, I was... I, 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 I got antibiotics, I got uh, I got all, all my stuff. I was gonna take it easy today, but I thought, you know what? They're gonna do this episode without me. These white devils are going to do an episode <laughs> without me. And I couldn't stand that. I can't abide yeah. by. I can't all, all abide this by European that. blood. Just like going I can't. I, I cannot yeah. abide by the the spawn of Yakub from the various parts of Europe that were spawned in the, in the island of Cyprus and in the worst caves of Europe. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little. I'm a little cave creature. I'm a little creature. The now Reich gets a, a bit of a pass because he's the darkest of all of you. So that that gets <laughs> that that gets a bit of a pass now. Slightly less Yakubian. Finch, Finch. What? 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 Josiah and Phil, you pale motherfuckers are oh. going to get away with that though. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, wait. Which of the three of us is the whitest? Like, let's like just curious. 
you guys are really going to make a competition about who is the whitest in a so-called leftist podcast. Well, it was it's a leftist podcast because whoever's the whitest loses. So yeah, <laughs> that makes it. I'm just, that means no right. That means that they have to send that. That means that they have to send me money. That's what yeah. that means. Yeah, who's doing reparations, Jackal? Who's the whitest of the three? Uh, oh, no. uh, well, let me see. Um, uh, Finch, you're from my geographic area, so I'll give you a bit of a pass. But don't oh, yeah. remember, you're gonna have to pay up eventually. Okay, uh, okay. I'll put you. I'll put you on my uh, my credit. Thank you, uh, Phil. You're also from my geographic area, but you're from Jersey. So I feel you have a lot more to apologize for. Mm. But I'm Italian. <laughs> no, that makes it worse. That makes it we're so the, much uh, worse. You're German. The dirty, little mus- the dirty little muskrats. Josiah, you're a, what, what are you? You're a typical white American man. Thank you. I think you owe me the most, actually. God damn it. <laughs> he does silence women and minorities, so. Oh he my does. God. This bit is going too far. Also, also, he literally, he was literally late because of playing Paradox games all night. Because I oh was my god. Hey, 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 hey. I was on time. Phil was late. I played Paradox games all night, but I was on time. Oh, man. Josiah, were you playing, were you playing, uh, what, what was it, Europa Universalis again? Yeah. Yeah, he was playing as Burgundy. I'm Burgundy this time. Men Why? like conquering countries instead of going to therapy. Yeah. Phil would never play as, I feel, uh, Josiah would never play as, like, Ethiopia or the Ottoman Empire or China for some reason, which we will uh, never know. Well, the well, reasons why? for I that... I wonder why. I, the reason for that is not I what it sounds like. It's because the Ming Dynasty is so hard to play, dude. I've tried to play it. It's so hard. They have like a, a million vassal states they have to control, and they have to maintain the man the mandate of heaven. That shit's hard. Now, now just uh, why don't you play Ethiopia and invade Italy? I haven't done that yet. I want to, but they start off in a rough spot, and so I want to yeah, get better they, at the game before I can because they were try sabotaged. They were the, the the legacy of Solomon was sabotaged. It's up to you to do it as a part of your de communication. I, I got. I, I have to. I have to play like the more colonial nations to get better at the game so that I can oh. do the thing. I want to get good enough at the game that I could play as like the I'm Americas and resist colonization, you know, like plays the Aztecs or something. But I, right now I'm not good enough for that. I barely survive playing in a game that starts out in a perfect position. Like, are you saying that the colonial nations are better equipped? Are you saying that they are? You, are you saying that there's well, a genetic yeah. pre? Are you <laughs> saying that, that there's a genetic pre? They just have a better starting position. They have a better. Why do they have a better starting position? Josiah, I will save you. What he's saying is that he's admitting that because of his inferior white brain, mm-hmm. he cannot survive in the same conditions that the Chinese Empire would or that the Ethiopian people would against all odds. It's just yes. it's not it's not within his power. Like he's too inferior. He's too much of an iPad kid. Yeah. Too much See, of an this iPad. is why Wright gets a pass because he gets it. Yeah. <laughs> he's 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 further so long. Yeah, in he's the not an iPad kid, here. so you know. Mm-hmm. And he's so not from the he's not the pasta right? he's mm-hmm. not the pasta Yakubians either, so he gets that as well. Yeah, I, I served for years in the Wakandan Foreign Legion. Exactly. 
Anyway, he, I want to. Uh, I want to see. You don't as, see. You're not seeing this, but Reich has is kitted out in a full uh, uh, Koofy regalia at the moment. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's all. He's a little goofy. Just a little goofy. I think that the I think that the giant African African medallion is a bit on the nose. But yeah, I'm not one to to, <laughs> to split hairs over over clothing. Man, first J.R.R. Tolkien, and now and now Reich. Man, we're just we're constantly winning. This is the winning side of history. We're winning. Um. So um, technically, our topic is gas prices. Well, right I now. mean, like it's a they're at like the highest is I think seven a dollar seven dollars a gallon right now. Uh, I want to go full. Ex- <laughs> I want to go full. Acceler- wait, wait, wait! I want to go full accelerationist, and I want it to go to ten dollars a gallon. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see what happens. I know it might like cause like a lot of pain, but at the very least, it'll be entertaining. I've been um, <laughs> no, yeah, it I, I no, got, it won't. No, it won't. I got bored and twice as large in Europe as they are in America. Like, what are you complaining about? Oh, I, I cannot drive my big American truck to this three meters tall. Oh, oh, my monster truck will have to stay in the garage. I cannot go it's to my not- work. Wait, are you yeah. saying, like, do you think uh, that Americans, like, speak like, like Italian? Oh, I cannot drive my pink car. No, right. I'm going to take some of hey, that that you would on. dare, that you would ever dare compare me to an Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm going to say in defense of this, although I'm not, on the East Coast, it's a bit different. But out here, uh, you can't not drive. Like, you cannot live your life without driving. Oh, it's sorry, like the way we you. have... The way we have built things, I can't go to my job. Josiah, don't, I don't have a fucking bus out here. <laughs> like, like, there are like, there are like five farms for every person in Iowa. Just go and steal a horse. I don't understand. That's a good point. So, so you yeah, got horse. Horse. a horse. And get like oxen. You know, get, you know what? Like, that, oxen, that, that, Fitch, what do, where do you? I'd like to get some how, oxen. Fitch, how, what do you, how do you think, do, what do you think farms are? Do you think the farms are just have every kind of animal every single time? McDonald's. Uh, what you're saying they don't? You're saying that like there are like ma- there are factory farms that like mass produce one animal for like meats and yes. uh, milk and other. Yeah, goods? specifically in the south, when you can drive for miles and miles on end, and you think it's dirt, but it's actually cows, and it's kind of disturbing, and almost made you a vegan when you did that trip one time. I I don't believe it. That's I oddly believe, specific. <laughs> you want to, do you want Josiah to break into a factory farm and steal a, a cow so he could ride it into the sunset? Well, for well, one, I don't have cows here. So. In a factory farm for like riding or pulling, he'd have to get an ox, which are bulls that don't have their balls. We don't so have fa- we don't have factory farms for either of those things. The only option I've got here is pigs. <laughs> yeah, so you want yeah, you want your to now pig and write it You'd have to get about six of them. You'd have to teach them to pull because they don't naturally pull like horses and oxen do. But hold on. Do you want him? Wait. Hold on, Finch. I I'm sorry, I need. I I have a lot of questions. This is awesome. I I, I need to. Focus on this I know that second. my. I know that my arrival to this podcast has has derailed things, but I need to. Th- they were barely th- on the rails, Jackal. Don't worry about it. Gas <laughs> prices. That's it. I I need I need to ask this. Do you? So do you? In this scenario, Josiah has acquired a buggy. Is what you're saying, or does he have a sled? He's got to do the or- Bennett buggy thing. He's got to take his engine out of the car. He's got to take his mm-hmm. windshield off, replace mm-hmm. and like put reins. 
like where the wheel is. Okay, okay. pigs. So that's and then yes, so then he has to get. <laughs> and you about- want him to get pigs? So, bitch, how how much do you think a, your average car weighs? How, how much does an average car weigh? He's got to get one of those big meat hogs that you can sit on, technically, but he's got to get six of them. Okay, I mean, I'm googling really- how many pigs to pull. Uh, Dodge right. Journey. Yeah, it pinch, might have pinch. to be the average. Your average car. Your average car is four thousand one hundred and fifty-six pounds. Yeah, that's why you have to use like two draft horses or eight pigs or about four oxen. There are no draft horses in Iowa. There so are no draft horses in Iowa. <laughs> Imagine if you took, like, you you remember, like, those buggies that were made of, out of cars. Imagine you take a monster truck and you make, like, a platform as well in the front where you make, like, a giant hamster wheel. And okay. you put war horses on the hamster wheel and, like, <laughs> oh the monster truck. And the war horses, like, go into the hamster wheel and, like... Pull, pull the monster truck like that with the power of levers. Oh my god. The power of levers! I, I was gonna... I, I thought you were gonna say that, like, you needed an elephant to pull that or something. I didn't think you were going with the hamster wheel route. I need an so, elephant. It's so, too cold in Africa for an elephant to survive. Yeah. Parts! Go go to the to the south, uh, southwest and uh, probably warm enough. Uh, so, Reich, I, I need to be clear. So, you want Josiah to create a Ruth Goldberg style monster truck monstrosity to use horses to generate power for the monster truck to go forward? Yes. It's the only way that they can ever respect an American. You know what? I, uh, I, understandable. Understandable. What if I just use a trade? I mean, there like, we could just do the 1880s uh, thing where we have, like, trains and horse-drawn carriages for short distances, and then, like, That's, we had... We're, we're approaching... I've been, I've been saying where the, the age of the West is coming back, where trade robberies are back, we're going to have trains back, and then we're going to have horses back. Now, not the weird kind of way that Finch is, wants, where Josiah breaks into ranches that do not exist in Iowa to steal... Mm-hmm. To steal a draft horse that does not exist in Iowa, to ride it in the in the uh, hellscape that is the Iowa post gas price hike. I'm saying that uh, it wouldn't be very fast, but he could do it. I've been trying to do some research, and it's just not working right now. I've been trying to see how much horsepower pigs have. (laughs) Four thousand pounds of a Dodge Journey. That's my car, and it's. I've gotten kind of lost. I don't know what we've been talking about for the last five minutes because I've been researching this. Josiah, do you think that do you to pull this to pull this back together? Josiah, do you think that uh, that your area needs better public uh, transportation infrastructure? Yes. (laughs) Does does do you think that overall that you can say that uh, urban and rural infrastructure in America is too focused on cars and probably needs to be focused more on various forms of of public transportation whether that's long-term or yeah. short-term transportation yeah 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 the amount of uh, uh also our economy that relies on like truckers like trucking 
Um, yeah, no, that's stuff. that's kind of how we get you, the stuff in our stores. Is yeah, so so when gas prices go up, it isn't just it isn't just you know oh it's a it's a pain to drive to work. It's also like the price of food starts going up because we yep. rely so much on gas. I remember I had a history teacher in college who was like. Uh, professor who is just like uh you know we are so based on oil like if you just cut off our oil supply tomorrow it wouldn't just be oh no i can't get to work it would literally shut the country down like the it entire would, yeah. country would just collapse because we are so oil dependent as a country yeah we're, um, fucked. we're fucked yeah we're fu- no. you know, this if we had like invested more in nuclear energy and i know it was like reagan who was like it's for commies look what happened in Ch- chernobyl but we would be like a so much a better place we wouldn't be even considering bringing back beasts I, th- I think you could just say that if we had more renewable energy infrastructure no matter right. what it is this would be an issue yes. yeah i think the fact this uh, what this has shown is that what it really should show what's paying attention is that oh yeah no we shouldn't rely on this as like an infrastructure mm-hmm. thing because one this is oil and gas are not renewable that is a finite resource which is gonna run out one day yeah one yeah. day you also Until we to... fossilize ourselves, boys. That is a fucking awful idea, Phil. That is the worst Wait. idea. We must succumb to the greater will. Hold on. Our what? desperate guest is it. trying to make a point. Reich is trying to say something. God damn it. Yes. The voices of people of color on this podcast keep getting silenced time and time again. <laughs> it's it's right. We can't we can't blame them too much. It's within their nature to silence us. <laughs> they they can't help it. It's in their blood. But we have uh, to we have to educate them. I was going to say, if you get rid of truckers, the communists win because the trucker is the quintessential American. He is rugged, individualistic. Uh, he uses women like property for sexual gratification. That mm-hmm. is what Americans built upon. As a famous poet once said, born on a mountain, raised on a, ca- on a cave, trucking and fucking is all I crave. That's <laughs> what America is about. It's that the is American what way of life in a single occupation. Whether they are Democrats or Republicans. Yeah, man. That's the, that's, Our, what, that's what. No, I no, right. I, I don't mean to. As another person of color, I don't mean to. To, to but are there truckers in Europe too? Yes, but they're not like the American ones. They are pussies. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember when we were like driving down this. I think we were going to a CC in Italy. There were like two Ferraris that like just zoomed past us and i think they were having some sort of race and i was like wow this is europe hell yeah in america we don't like we don't have races like those sorts of races in america because people just get road rage yeah, yeah we don't so have mad. those sort of races we only have racism Oh. Yeah. Well, that's oh. man. It's like an old, uh, old Chapa bit about how like that when they visited Germany and they realized like how much just hatred is flowing around in the U.S. Because when you go to Europe, everybody's like it's more like. Well, not if you visit France. What was that? I don't know. Even France, there's a there's a cold friendliness in the way America is like. Just flowing with just fuck you, 
fuck you, fuck you, to, like, everyone you see. No, I, no, you know, I, though, sometimes, sometimes it is, it is a fuck you. Like, the fuck you look at me for, get the fuck out of my face and exactly, go out the fucking this, way. This, uh, it's, that's the you attitude. Know, even, I really don't appreciate you insulting Northeastern culture like this, okay? Swearing Yeah, you know, just because you're from the fucking Midwest where you guys rally off of the passive-aggressiveness, what I'm saying is that the, 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 the difference, the difference isn't even as big as I'm, like, like in the Midwest, everybody has that going on in their head. It's just not as, like, honest. They just do the passive-aggressive. I'm saying America is just all, like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And you go to Europe, and, like, maybe they're, like, cold. Maybe they don't want to make eye contact with you. But they'll be like, oh, sir, you dropped your mittens. <laughs> now, Josiah, do you want to know why that's the case? Do you want to know why that's the case? One. I'll let the European... Greg, you, you speak first, and I'll say my piece. Um, uh, I was just going to say in Europe, like driving especially, there's like this code of politeness. Like, even if the rules say that uh, you should go first, sometimes you let the other person go first, like if they've been waiting too long, and they yeah. make you like a signal with their hand and you make a signal back. It's just yeah. like a little, you know, like sometimes when I'm having the driving lessons, like I'll be in a situation where according to the rules of the road, the other person takes priority and they will wave me in and I'm like, no, dude, you're the one who's supposed to go. Just just go and I'll go afterwards. It's fine. I can wait five seconds. And this is a American- Midwest thing too, except there's like layers of passive aggression that I think aren't there because even though they're waving you on and you're waving them on, you're both like smiling at each other and in your head you're like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you I hate you so much just fucking go do we want to go on to the YouTuber who sold his soul to the devil at some point? I want to to make one last statement about this I believe that the reason why that's the case is that I, I personally think that every European is itching at the bit to kill each other once again, and that's why. Yeah, it, is, it is a... It, yeah, it we need more land wars in Europe. Maybe it's it comes from the understanding <laughs> that you have to do this, because if you don't, then there's going to be another... There's going to be 50 land wars in Europe that will tear the, that fucking continent apart again. Maybe like World War <laughs> Like, it's kind of like how everybody in Manhattan is pretty nice, but it's also because it's residual trauma from 9-11. Well, you're a bitch. Yeah, I, yeah. like I would like to append that idea that everyone in Manhattan is nice. I mean, like, when I was in Manhattan, <laughs> people were very nice, and they, like, gave you me... You were tourists. We have to be nice to you. Dude, I, or else I'm you'll never come back. <laughs> you're from... You're not, you're not from the city. You're a tourist. I'm, oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm... I'm when I went to Paris, the people were very nice. They even offered me massages. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> right, speaking of American culture, um, should we go on to J Station? Well, I just want to have one closing thought about gas prices. Uh, I had a really cool inter. So, well, I had a really cool interaction with my, uh, at my community college. Oh, my. There's this really nice lady who is the only one who works the convenience store that has Starbucks coffee. Shout out to the lady who works in the convenience store uh, coffee. She's really cool and really nice, and I love her a lot. She's just a real nice lady. What's the story anyway. going? Okay. <laughs> but well, what's I the story going? God damn it, hang on. But I just saw it this morning. Uh, so, I was going through YouTube, yeah, right, you know? Finish um, silencing me? Phil, finish your story, Phil. Phil, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? 
doing? He was in the middle of telling a story. Oh, I thought you were telling you. You were asking me to go. No, then no. Then you interrupt Die. me. Phil. I didn't hear him. I thought you said like that. Shouts out to this late. All right, Phil, finish. Well, your story. He, that was just a detour on his story. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Phil. I'm gonna start talking like the penguin from the Batman and be like, "Hey, <laughs> careful there, sweetheart." You. I, I think you should. Finish your story. That's my, uh, that's, that has the jackal seal of endorsement. Yeah, baby. Okay, so, uh, I was talking to this person about gas prices, and, uh, basically, there was this really interesting interaction where I said, uh, I'm pretty sure it's just oil companies taking advantage of, like, a bad situation to jack up the prices, like, to mm-hmm. absurd levels in order to just, like, have a greater market share of the oil industry, taking advantage of a situation where you can just be like, hey, um, guess what? We're just going to jack up the prices because of uh, reasons. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like there's this, there's this public, maybe it's just like, obviously this was one person, but I think there's this public understanding that, frankly, what's happening is that we're being taken advantage of. And... Everybody kind of feels angry, but, like, not not at anyone. I mean, they're angry at the current administration, definitely. Because, you know, I think Biden has been so useless, more or less. So they're more willing to blame him, which is fair. I I Mm kind of can't blame them for blaming him. Yeah. And that's, it's annoying, but it's... It's not like he's ever done anything that's like, oh yeah, no, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's actually worth, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just going to wrap it up and say that there's a public hatred and like, like malaise of like dissatisfaction that keeps happening over and over again with the Biden administration. Every time it Mm -hmm. gets a little bit worse and the gas price thing is Americans really only care about politics when it starts to, like, interfere in their lives. And gas prices interfere in your life. If you live anywhere Mm -hmm. outside of a city in the United States, you can't get anywhere without paying for gas. It's impossible. Um, You have to drive. Gas prices is actually probably, like, one of the most go-to, like, things that triggers protest shit anymore. Because, like, the yellow yellow vests were really mad about, and in France were really mad about gas prices. It makes people, like extremely extremely angry yeah very easily with almost no provocation and what's happening right now is that you know people are incensed they know that people simply are just like angry about the current state of affairs biden could do something about gas prices that's the thing that's annoying to me i mean he can't like he he can't in the sense that if he did that he would be politically dead because yeah, I know what you mean. He, what he, I mean is he could do something. He could endure. Policies because of his fucking donors. So yeah, obviously he has a conflict of interest with the oil companies that like own him. Basically, however, that doesn't mean he is incapable of doing something in his position. He just, uh, due to his constituency, he doesn't want to and can't. Our only hope is that he's senile enough to forget about his constituency. Yes. Yeah. Um. All right. So, do we go on? 
Wait, let me just say, like, the genius of this situation and that it has happened all over the world with the collaboration of the entire media industry is that they have managed to convince people that this is the fault of governments and not the fault of gas companies. Yeah. Like, you see people here in Portugal saying, please, please lower the taxes on gas companies so that they can turn down the prices. <laughs> I don't know. The prices the last time that they lowered taxes on gas. They say the I wonder why. And like that's the thing, like the, the ideological control that people are subjected to is so great that they cannot even escape this very this very obvious lie that mm -hmm. they are told. Yeah. And, in the, and that is a perfect segue to the fact that uh, a fucking dumbass sold his soul to Satan. Finch? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, like, accepting perfect lies. That's also a perfect thing. Okay. So, this morning, you know, in tradition, I was trying to find an insane person slash story to entertain our guest with, as we did I with Michael. So, so, I was looking around. And I realized that uh, Nerd City, which is a YouTube channel that hasn't um, updated in like two years, updated last month. Oh. And um, this was February 3rd, and I didn't realize it. But he and like this other YouTuber, Colossal is Crazy, they put out this really like, it's going to be a multi-part documentary, but it's like a really well-researched um, video on this guy who I've heard in passing, and he, I was like, oh, he's a stump. This guy named Jay Station? He was like hmm. a YouTuber? Oh, I remember Jay Station. He's that annoying guy who does like yeah. the, it's 3 a.m. and I'm summoning the ghost of my dead girlfriend, despite the fact that his girlfriend never died. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's all like an elaborate bit. Yeah, so he has like lists of controversies. So, like, to set the stage here, his channel was geared primarily towards children like apparently yeah his, it's like a I didn't, annoying yeah, it, his audience was like six to nine year olds and so it's like three a.m challenges were like dissecting a kermit the frog plush at 3 a.m and then he'd stick, why is it like, always at 3 a.m and then like take it out and be like holy shit guys look it's a spirit or something and of course these are six to nine year olds so they'd believe him yeah. And he he just make a ton of money just making these really bad fake videos. Um contacting dead celebrities. Um he did that with um Excess Tentacion Mac Miller. He did a clickbait thing on like contacting Etika. Do you guys you guys remember Etika, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I I remember Etika, yeah. Yeah. For for those who don't know, a uh, Twitch streamer who uh, struggled with mental illness and eventually committed suicide. Yeah, it was very. Oh sad. my god, I remember he that. He did like a clickbait thing where he was like, "Oh look, I'm contacting Etika via Ouija board at tw uh, 3 a.m." Oh god, yeah, that was that was bad. That yeah, was so, I mean, I, I don't all of it's bad, did. but that's like bad. Yeah, he didn't. Well, actually I would argue one. Like I think that a Ouija board is fake shit, so it doesn't matter. But Regardless, that's disrespectful as shit to do to someone like 
it doesn't matter if if one believes in any of it. I think that's overall disrespectful to the dead to do that. Yeah. Oh, totally. Poor poor Etika. You know, he he struggled enough in the uh, the public eye. Had obvious and, mental health issues, and people were just kind of like tormenting him for it. And to have basically like his image being appropriated by some fucking shithill YouTuber who's doing it for clickbait for like little kids. What the fuck? I mean, but that's I hate to say it. That's kind of how we deal, like how the internet specifically deals with people. That's the best way I could describe it. Is like. Internet culture is, like, all about appropriating images, right. in my well, I opinion. Mean, like, and Jay Station was, like, the premiere of this, because he would do, like, dark occult shit as well. Yeah. Like, he would use voodoo dolls, or claim to, and he claimed to have... <sighs> you guys are not gonna like this. He claimed to have bought children and slaves off the dark web. Right. Uh... He said that he had summoned spirits and resurrected dead animals. And He, he does had... sound like the kind of idiot who would try to make a Faustian bargain. Yeah. He also, he... like, apparently, like, injected his blood into eggs and then claimed that he had made a hedgehog come out of the egg. It was a hamster, but it was... Wait, what? Yeah, was... that was a... No, 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 no. Describe that, was... that one in great detail. What? Did... Okay, what? so that, this, this was from the Nerd City v detail and since we're little parasites on this uh podcast uh, i will describe it to you but you guys should definitely check it out nerd and clown did a really good job like breaking down this guy's insanity um but there is a like there is footage of him like taking his blood into a vial and then like injecting his blood like his literal blood into the like a supermarket egg and then he puts it into like um a drawer or something in a little what are they called Tupperware container and then he like comes back like two minutes later and it's like a cracked egg and there's a little hamster that he's dyed blue and he goes look guys it's it's oh my god guys it's Sonic the Hedgehog holy shit yeah that's a real thing that is a yes, real that's... thing that Nerdy Clown <laughs> go ahead Rick. um I think that uh, I, you shouldn't be mocking him because, like, uh, actual scientists from Africa know that a hedgehog is uh, halfway between a chicken and a white man. Um, it was reduced to the genetic manipulation. Yeah, that's true. Now, Finch, what you're talking about here, this is the, the kind of... what This is actually the scientific process called grafting that Yafid did. <laughs> Thousands of years ago on the the island of Patmos. Now, I would be careful about this because if this man is practicing what you what what you say you're practicing, he has learned this secret science from Yakub himself. This This is an incredibly dangerous individual, and the Black Illuminati must look into this. But this is not the only thing he's done, right? He got arrested at Disney World, according to Wikipedia. He got arrested at Disney World. (laughs) What he do? What did he do? Um, he was charged with uh, trespassing and resisting a re- um, arrest. Did uh, he they just were filming like, a haunted vlog in Disney World, like while it was closed? I feel and like then... he's the kind of person who would try to like do a video where he's like, "Yo, guys, I'm trying to search for Walt Disney's head." 
I feel like <laughs> it's inside of one of the trash cans. And then See, he, but like, that would require it, him like, to be from for what uh, that would require him to be cool. And for what I'm getting from this, he's he's a he's a fucking no, but lame, like he'll waddle over to one of the trash shit. cans and pull out like a watermelon that's like carved in the shape of Walt Disney's head, and he'll just be like, "Yo, guys." I got Walt Disney's head. I mean, I posted what? a picture. I, I posted a picture of him. Like, he definitely looks like the kind of guy who would sell a soul to the devil. Oh yeah. This is just come on. He like he's got the v- fuckboy vibes. He's got some fuckboy vibes. He looks a bit like Richard Ramirez, who also was a devil worshiper. At least that's what he said. Yeah. Mm. Well, apparently, was- like this was the thing. It's like, and this is I'm I'm referencing the documentary again. But apparently, like, J-Station, like, he would do, like, dark occult shit as well. Like, he'd read from occult books and do, like, these rituals for views. And apparently, like, according to the interviews that Nerd and Clown were doing, um, he would literally, he literally prayed to the devil for fame and fortune. And then he made a contract Uh, selling his soul to the devil. And uh, he was like, his conditions were, I want to get... Uh, this amount of subscribers and this amount of money before I'm 30 years old. And apparently what happened is he did get that, and then on his 30th birthday, his channel got terminated. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you going to make me the skeptic of the podcast? God damn it. I mean, you know, listen. I think I'm in. I'm in on it. I think. I think see, I know that you're, Josiah. You're the fucking all of you are high church. You have whatever excuse you yeah. have to do the shit that you do. Mystical. However, oh, this has nothing to do with me being Episcopalian. This is that I'm a superstitious. Yeah, I'm also superstitious. <laughs> Unrelatedly, I'm superstitious. See, this That's... is this is a part of the the psychosis that the white man has. He is in, inherently superstitious of means that he does not understand. <laughs> This actually has nothing to do with the de- well, this does have to do with the kind of devil, the white devil. <laughs> he just terminated his channel on his thirtieth birthday, so what? What Yeah, like is this one you are going to entertain me with. Like also this this could be also that something he did something that caused YouTube to take the channel down. Well, they did. It was just the yeah, timing. It's, it's just the, the timing. Austin timing. The Faustian time. This man is scamming children, and yet you make it. I would also argue that this is a lot of, that is the majority of YouTube is people scamming children for their parents' money. Yeah, that's bad. conversation about how YouTube has definitely imposed on kids this capitalist notion of grind culture and flexing. Yeah, and, yeah, it is pretty bad. No, I don't know. Real- are you, are you going to undertalk Sigma male grind stuff? Yeah, like this. Yeah, the toxic Sigma male crying said, like you know, you have to buy all this expensive stuff to make you feel better, which is mm. also covered in the documentary. So I'm kind of stealing from that because I'm a parasite. But they did make a very good point: is that there is the grind set, the you know, grind like, set, the grind set. So, so did was there? What was the big? Instigating was just him getting his YouTube channel shut down. Was that like? The oh, no, thing? No, it was the dead girlfriend prank. I think. Wait, what? Yeah, no. Yeah, he faked his girlfriend's death. Yeah. 
He was like, he, he said she died from a drunk driving accident, but she yeah. didn't actually die. And then he did a bunch of videos about like contacting his dad. Oh my god, guys! My yeah. girlfriend oh my has god. died. Wait, how the fuck is Mudahar from Some Ordinary Gamer is involved in this? He called the Toronto and Ottawa police. He was sending Mudahar death threats, I think. <laughs> so he's so Finch. He's just an asshole. This yeah, well, I mean, like, he was also, like, threatening Keemstar's children. So, like, if Keemstar <laughs> <laughs> is, like, the not bad guy, is not the villain, you know the other guy is something else. Yeah, that's um, impressive. Yeah, don't that, don't like, make yeah. me fucking feel bad for Keemstar. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, hey, guys, here's the news. Phil, if you continue whatever pressure you're going to do with that, I'm going to disembowel you with a pet. <laughs> oh, yeah, what does Maoist Car Wizard have to say about the Russians um, uh, preparing the ground for a referendum to create the Kherson People's Republic? Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> what is, what's actually, what's J Station's stance on Crimea? I think that's something I need to What's J Station's stance on Crimea? Does he think the referendum was legit? I don't, you know. Oh my god, guys, I'm gonna contact the spirit of Joseph Stalin at 3am. <laughs> oh my god, guys, I snuck into Russian parliament and I summoned the spirit of Joseph Stalin. Oh my god, guys, I drove a tank into the Russian parliament. <laughs> See, that would actually... I asked the spirit of Nikita Khrushchev if he regrets transferring Crimea to Ukraine. <laughs> 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 Khrushchev's just like mowing his lawn in the corner of the screen. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, no, it'd be awesome if Putin started using Ouija boards for his yeah. case. He's like, we, we, yeah, we, we totally need to take Ukraine back because I, I contacted... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there were people, uh, you know how I was joking about that Pluto return thing, I I, like, like, 30% joking, but, like, at the same time, people were saying maybe he was just going, like, sort of a, you know, other dictator route, where, like, he was, like, uh, consulting astrologers. Oh, that would be awesome. And so he was like, the Pluto return, this is when I'm going to attack, so, you know, Ouija boards is not that, that far from that. Honestly, yeah. Well, that's right. It was like the TikTok astrology people who were saying like the invasions were happening on like apparently astrologically important dates. Yeah, they were saying like they were being like I told you they were doing like doomsday shit where they were like something big which is going to be affecting it's going to affect America's economy is going to happen. On the twenty seconds and then on. Yeah, I I think I I think. uh, I think, I think we need to stop, fellas. I, I think we just need um, to stop all of it. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I think my now now I'm against book burning, but I think we need to burn astrology books. Do you know? You know what, Jackal? As a woman, as an no, as a white woman, as a white, you can't touch. No. <laughs> Watch out, Jackal! Finch is going to call the cops. <laughs> I know that you're surrounded by Yakubian devils, but you also have to feel a little empathy for me. I do. Empathy. However, I 
that will go so far only in there's a point where specifically with astrology where it stops where it stops I'm just saying like those doomsdayers weren't like wrong yes they were if you oh my god if anyone can make any kind of vague prediction of something bad is gonna happen in the near future yeah yeah probably it will it's not because fucking the like the eye of Ra's and the is in the orbit of Venus and the and the, the Aries is in has as past fluxes and in the full moon of a kleptoberata Nick two. No, it's because of the, like there's a complicated geopolitical situation going on. Oh, so when the Magi do it, how it always goes. Oh, so when the Magi do it, is it because they're men? <laughs> Yeah. Because they will It's time to end it. It's time to annex it. Mammonberg? Yes. Um, Russia needs to mammon. We need a Russian administration, probably with me being the chosen delegate to yeah. oversee the transition of power within Mammonberg. But now um, I, I I think I I'm not I'm not pro this I'm I'm not pro this at all. Um, I was real quick. The, I want to just say real quick. I wasn't I wasn't on Finch's side there completely. I didn't realize that we were saying all this shit was happening because of astrology. What I was thinking was more that Putin is consulting astrologers, and so that's why he keeps yeah. making you major events. You know what? No, because that's that. hilarious. And, 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 not unprecedented. Reagan yeah. did the same shit. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Reagan did. <laughs> Reagan had a, had a straw. That's, he had a straw. His astrologer helped him dictate policy. Yes! And Putin's yeah. going a little off. You know, he's getting up there. This is what I want him to get into, done. like, the super villain is to dictate when he's going to attack the heroes. And then came the ghost of Kiev and he killed like 12,000 Russians and it was so epic. And then Captain yeah. America. We need, we need yeah. to find the ghost of Kiev star chart. Bitch, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna I, I, I am a please. walking out of this episode. Finch. 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 What? Star charts are not real. I did, I was joking. They're well, actually, nice. they are real in the fact that they're a uh, catalog of the night sky. Phil, I'm gonna punch you in the face so hard! <laughs> There's, uh... Is there, like, a Rasputin that's, like, missing from our, our understanding of geopolitics right now? Is there... We gotta like find a, the modern Rasputin. We gotta yeah, find it. Wait a second. Are you guys telling me... There lived a Russian. There lived a certain man in Russia long ago. We gotta oh. find who is. Do you think it could be Putin? Maybe could he be the Russian? There's some guy that Putin is consulting, but I think he learned the lesson of Nicholas II, so he's not making it public. Right. And there's just this guy who's just like some fucking Russian peasant that you know he grabbed, who is really into astrology, and that's right. that's where like most of these geopolitical decisions are coming from right now. You know, I do hate that you're right that often uh, a lot of this is something that I think people should understand about geopolitics. Always, generally, the, the your prescribed leader of geopolitics is probably a fucking moron about a lot of yeah, stuff. They may be charismatic. Every, they may every be, single one. They may be charismatic. I do believe Putin is a smart guy. He was like a, a spy. You gotta, you gotta have some. You, you, 
you are definitely uh, a very smart person. You're an incredibly intelligent person to be a spy, generally. However, I do believe that uh, there everyone is dumb about something, and so yeah. you bring. Oh, I'm dumb about everything. I know, Phil. Uh, <laughs> if there's uh, you're, everyone's dumb about something, or you're like Phil, where you're dumb just generally. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I am the, that was that I was am very the, mean. Of the podcast, <laughs> that was very mean. I'm sorry. Just keep I'm keep so, going. It's okay. Humiliate me further. Oh God! Oh, Jesus oh Christ! God. Now I feel dirty. So, no, no. no oh, why dirty. do you have to make this all weird, man? Uh, so I can say I want to. Like Josiah, you do not have to come up with this mystical Marvel movie bullshit. There is. It's not no. a little guy at Putin's here. It's called Alexander fucking Dugin. You know? <laughs> One of the ideologues of the last 30 years. You may have heard about him. Who became a close personal counsel and yeah. was in fact one of the founding members of Limanov's party. Yeah. So it is all Limanov. So so do do we think that uh that uh, uh Putin's a national Bolshevik? No. He's a nationalist. Like yeah. he needs to enforce that ideology. Because th- he depends on it to control the army. The people of Russia do not believe in anything. They do not have anything to strive for in their lives. Like, uh, in the sense that they can see a better future for their country. Mm-hmm. Like, they just, their only aspiration is to not live like shit. At this point. That's how ground down they were. And you have this ideology in the army and uh, in uh, paramilitary organizations like even even people that were very Russian nationalists, like Tsarists and stuff like that, they had to go to Donbass and fight there for months. And when they returned, then they could be legal and they wouldn't be persecuted by the FSB. Like the entire political apparatus is in Putin's hands. Two communists, two communist members of the Duma, uh, manifested themselves against the decision to start a war. Just just clean them out. You have the you have the head of the Communist Party under your control. Everything is under your control. That's how how simple it is. Yeah, it's, it's, I think that it, it, there's something that can be said that that he has that effectively Putin has that Russia is effectively like a, a one party dictatorship uh, because mm-hmm. yeah, technically there are multi parties in the Duma. However, yeah. they're either. Uh, just controlled by Putin, or if they're not, they're not in the Duma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. So, yeah. uh, but I think what we have seen with how this invasion has gone so far is that uh, it, it would, I I don't even, I still am unsure about why, was it just that they underestimated like how long it would take that it wouldn't have gone this well, they were expecting they, they're it saying to, it's all going according to plan. Well, they're saying yes. Yeah. Who knows what they fucking plan? Yeah. We don't did they put, were they fully, ex- is this like an elaborate plan to purge the army? Uh, Maybe. I, Maybe. I don't know. No, I mean, I think it's more like, oh, um, that they, they plan to play the long game here and just keep pushing it and wearing down Ukraine. So I they mean, were expecting this to take a while. But I mean, are they? Did they account for? Like, did they account for the sanctions? I have no idea. Did they idea. think that they would have been as as 
as much conversations from the assumption. You know what? I think the, the entire reason behind all money. of this. Hang on. This seems to be costing him a lot of money. It, it, yeah, it, it seems to be. I mean, like, I, the meat grinder tactic is something the Russian army has used for, like... Forever, yeah. Forever. Yeah. Uh, you know, they used that... They were famous for using that in World War II. But, uh, God, I, I don't know what his end goal is. I don't know. Reich, do you have any thoughts, my fellow Catholic? Uh, I mean, his main thoughts is to keep Russia um, away from the borders of NATO. Like, this has been said multiple times. And uh, people argue like, oh, uh, even if Ukraine was neutral, Putin would invade them. Like, that that has not been the case with neutral countries. Like, uh, the Soviet no. Union and afterwards always respected the neutrality of, like, Finland, which is, like... Uh, but but, but you, Ukraine has, like, a whole nationalist like history for why russia wants it to be part of russia i i i'm actually not at all convinced this is about nato anymore because i mean the russia invading ukraine like that's the stupidest way to curtail nato because now ukraine totally wants to you know they Putin just played into everything nato everything nato fucking like uh you know all the hysteria of nato he just like played into it perfectly. He he's he's fucking like uh, giving a hypochondriac cancer, like <laughs> you know. I, I don't know. Think, uh, what have, what what Putin tried to do with the war in Ukraine was to reverse the course of Maidan because uh, Putin thought that he could just parachute people into Kiev. Um, he he would create an alternate government. Uh, and that was it. Then he could create a pro-Russian government there that would keep NATO away from its borders. But you had like you had people from every fucking country in NATO like ten years ago who said uh, NATO continuing to expand these towards is something dangerous. It's not something that should be done like that. It should be done economically uh, through the EU, sure, an expansion of free markets in that sense. But a military expansion would be provoking Russia. And it's these precise words that people have always used until until Maidan. That expanding NATO eastwards is provoking Russia. Of course, the Ukrainians did nothing to deserve this war. We all agree on that. <laughs> but this war wouldn't have happened without NATO. I th I think I would argue that yeah, that's the case. Well, but also, I think that it's it, there is a. I think that, yeah, that's a part of it, but also you have to look that there is a long-term nationalist project in yeah. Russia, going back to Tsarist Russia of Ukraine. Like, this is a long-term thing of yeah, that region. There's, like, a variety of factors here, so I think NATO could have played a part in it. I think that Putin definitely was the guy who, you know, said, let's do this, you know, wanting to expand that, like, imperial Russian, I don't know, nationalist dream. And I think that, that, it, that some of this becomes wishy-washy with some of Putin's justifications of, like, right. the, like the, it's denazifying Ukraine, it's decommunizing Ukraine, it's uh, doing this, it's doing that. There's not, like, a clear, like, the, the, the so-called, like, uh, casus belli for this war, from his perspective, like, from, from, like, their perspective is, like, we're fixing Ukraine, but not being clear on the, well, is it, are you resisting are you resisting like NATO, uh, like mobilization of Ukraine? Missiles. 
Like, um, why do you think that Russia tolerates Georgia, a hostile state, and Azerbaijan, an hostile state as well, right on its borders when they were uh, historically part of the Russian Empire? Like, of course, there's a closer ideological connection to Ukraine and Belarus because of the historic, uh, the historic birth of the Russian culture. But uh, what we saw from Putin was that basically he was uh, a huge fucking uh, dickhead and he did some military exercises that were similar to the ones that have been done for these last years. But he was called out on it and he couldn't respond, so he started stacking more troops and then the Ukrainians responded without backing down and he was like, holy shit, what the fuck do I do now? And then fucking the, the Americans came and they were like, Putin is going to invade Ukraine. And he was like, what the fuck do I do now? Like, if I back down, it will seem like I back down because the Americans told me to back down. And the Ukrainians will instantly join NATO. And I am fucked because I'm going to have missiles uh, like... 500, 1,000 kilometers from Moscow, I don't know for sure. But it is a weak spot, because you must understand the geography of Eastern Europe. It's that it's basically a giant flatland um, from, like, Belgium to, like, the Ural Mountains. You got, like, the Alps, you got the Carpathians, but on the upper part, it's completely flat. And that leaves a huge vulnerability in terms of security uh, for Russia, which is why Catherine the Great said, um, the only way that I can keep my country safe is the, the only way to, to safeguard the borders of my country is to make them bigger. Because Russia, in case that it is invaded, it needs the enemy to advance into its soil and to be stuck there with partisans and uh, saboteurs. So, to have NATO so close to their heartland, it is a major security risk that would basically disable uh, Putin's ability to act as a world power. And uh, Putin had the choice. Do I commit my political suicides and back down? Or do I start to fucking use the war and try to change their government to try to force their neutrality? Mm -hmm. And he says the war. Uh-huh. It's going great. Yeah, I mean, war isn't great, guys. We don't like war in here. Uh, I think we're pretty anti-war, more or less. Um, war is bad. Yeah. I'm pro-war pro on the white man. What do you think of the Pope, like, being a fellow cat? I mean, you... I think the Pope is, is uh, taking the right st stance, being against uh, sanctions and weapon sales. Uh, it's unfortunate to me that a large section of uh, uh, the Anglo population of Catholics has decided that it is in the best interest of the world to uh, go to nuclear war with Russia. Uh, I, I don't I know mean, if that's I the majority. That offer themselves to be tied up to missiles and... Uh, and exploded over Russia if they want so. I don't. I don't think that's the majority. I think that that's yeah. some particularly fucking weird people that seem to not understand the real gravity of yeah. what a nuclear, what nuclear armament, weapons, very, and war mean. It's very interesting that everybody just thought that a no-fly zone 
meant uh, people weren't going to be flying in that place. And because not, look, like, there, there's, I think that a lot of fucking people, and I, I think that this can apply to just, not just America, this applies to a lot of, of your, the, the West in general, is that a lot of people seem to understand how fucking conflict works. Like, hmm. there's this separation of how of how people seem to what their idea of how conflict works and the rules that are sort of within that versus the what actually happens now to, you know to be very clear i haven't been in a war zone thank god but i have uh been a since a young a youngin uh, uh among all of you old people here um who uh, all died first before me uh <laughs> it feels it feels great. Uh, thank, thank you, Jackal. Yeah, you're welcome. You. You're very welcome. At three a.m. I'm gonna <laughs> wait for you in heaven, and then I'm gonna knock your block off the second you like appear. That'll be a hate crime, though. That'll be a hate. You'll go to hell, Phil. And you'll go to hell. I'm Italian. That. I'm already going to hell. Oh, that's <laughs> a good point. The so I, I think uh, like from like as a youngin. I was a pretty big fan of, like, reading about, like, conflict, and then eventually discovering that conflict journalism and sort of, like, recording, like, even before, like, video footage, like, reading about, like, what actually happens in war, has always been, like, interesting. Horrifying, but interesting. A no-fly zone inherently means that someone is shooting... Someone is shooting the, uh, the other side's planes out of the sky... That doesn't, like, a no-fly zone doesn't mean that, oh, no one can fly over there. Like, there's some invisible barrier that's not been put up where no one can fly, now. No, but it's like, a video game. Hey, we're just Joe doing Biden, like, like, Guys! Finch, please, let me do my bits. Fine, do your bit. Do your bit. Joe Biden, please, we beg you, convince the wizards of Hogwarts to impose a no-fly zone over Ukraine. So like I really hate you right now. I really hate what you just said right now. God damn it. Cannot wait. I'm sorry, right? Go ahead. Huh? Oh, uh, it was yeah, no Russian planes or trains which just Yeah, oh, yes. Um no, I can't wait to force the three of them to watch the Harry Potter movie with me cuz I know That's that not happening. I'm not watching it. Are this is going to no, be I'm not. We gotta no, watch. We gotta watch J.K. Rowling somehow like weasel herself into guys. World War Two had to happen. They guys. had that. They had that in a in a preview for when I went to watch the Batman, and I was so just viscerally disinterested in this in a way that I've never been disinterested in. You know what? I'm gonna say. I think that the MCU has been a net positive on humanity over Harry Potter. I think that if Harry Potter never oh existed, God. there's a whole generation of people that would be better off for it. I think I think that, that no matter what you want to fucking say, I think that Harry Potter is an object failure of humanity. It should not exist. Look, 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 look. Jackal, Jackal. I will, I will, I will give you this. The MCU does have Helmet Zemo. And that the Harry Potter... I'm not using this to justify your unbridled horniness, Finch. Listen, listen, listen. The Harry Potter universe has helmet schnitzel Nazi. So, I mean... Oh, I have missed this in some I gotta really do, know. uh... <laughs> oh, oh, Hans, we have to use magic to eradicate the inferior races. Oh! Why does he sound like... The plot so, so, 
this is just gone so off the rails. This is what a disaster. Of, uh, no flies. No fly zone. Discourse was really dumb and shows just how many people don't understand. Uh, like I can understand. Like like when Zelensky was calling for a no fly zone, I thought, well, that's dumb. But I get why you're why you're saying that. You, yeah. Other They're people like, though that are saying this, no, because that's well, how you get. That's how you get into a fucking war. Yeah, because someone has to shoot this place down. I, I think I think a lot of people don't have a very good, I don't know, conflict thing because like the even the hawks in the U.S. are like not into this idea. Like like Max Boot is like, we shouldn't do a no fly zone. That would be the end of the world. Max fucking Boot. Like yeah. I mean, yeah. If you're calling for war right now, you are more hawkish than again Max Boot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe, as a communist, that people are equal? What? Josiah, answer me. What? Do you believe that people are equal, as a communist? That people are evil? Yes, I do. Equal. Equal. Oh, equal? Yes, I do. Do I believe people are evil? Yes, sir. Calvinist communist, believer of total depravity. Yes, it's totally states can stop the depravity of men. So, why would you give more importance to the opinion of Max Boot than you would while the liberal liberal art student shits that uh, dropped pepper planes on the Guggenheim? <laughs> did you see that? Huh? I, I did I see would, that. And that, that speaks to a certain energy of. Uh, of Wait a second. Of, uh, what happened with the Guggenheim? Oh, hey, God damn like- it liberal arts students and they were like they were like trying to make a demonstration that was pro no fly zone so they like started dropping paper airplanes from like the top part of the Guggenheim oh museum. my god yeah oh it wasn't good god. it was not good it was dumb yeah uh, it's uh, terrible a lot of the art pieces in the Guggenheim are anyway uh, sorry now I, I believe I believe some people are more equal than others right that's why I fit in. Oh yeah. Oh man, he's taking the comrade Napoleon stance. Exactly. Now those people are uh they're more equal than others are uh people who have uh know how to season food. And then the white people are, you know, they'll be a little bit more special care, I think. Are we like special white people? Mm. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> None of you are free from sin. Oh my god. Uh, we, I think that I think that say. we should probably uh, we should probably wrap the episode we up. To wrap uh, yeah. I don't even know where we can go anymore. Yeah. Ah, uh, to hell, to hell, and to hell. hell. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Reiki. It was really nice having another Catholic on the podcast. Yeah, it was a fun. And it'll time. never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. My, my new chemical side of it. We're no more papists on this podcast. We have one. That's it. Yeah, I can replace Finch. <laughs> 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 but that'll just be like all. It'll just be four dudes. Yeah. Yeah, but at least it won't be seventy-five percent white. <laughs> God, that, <laughs> oh, you make a good argument. Oh wow! Okay. So <laughs> Who brings white woman or a Latin man? There, there's a, there's a, 
there's a legitimate argument there. No, this is not a legitimate argument. I have to have. I have to have. Look, I'm, I'm half Latino. I have to have some solidarity with the other half of, of the Iberian Peninsula. I get to fuck. No, this is okay. Can you wrap hey, us Phil? up, Phil? Phil, you're the, <laughs> you, you are. We, you gotta pull the plug on this. Yeah, I gotta pull the plug on it. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Let's. Uh. You know. Let's. Let's. Let's talk down a little bit, guys. So you're. So you're sitting in the war room. Joe Biden has just announced that he will personally lower gas prices by drinking the gas. You have no idea what that means, and it's goddamn American hero right there. Goddamn mm-hmm. American hero right there. Yep, He's going to yep. drink all of the gas. He's going to free the people from their necessity for gas. If there's no right. more gas after he drinks it all, then no one will ever need gas again because there won't be any more. Some That's bald eagle flying says. by as he makes this declaration. Joe Biden uh, rips off his shirt and uh, something something furry inflation art uh, internet.com you know the, what's going on here. Uh, he drinks all the no. gas, he gets real big, uh, and he explodes and dies and America is freed from their dependency on gasoline. What a messiah. I want to do less than. How about I close up the episode? Yeah, just uh, yeah. We're waiting on names and signing out. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, so I, I know I appeared late, uh, but I'll close it out because my ears are starting to uh, to let me know that uh, it's well. Actually, there's just an echo at the moment. So, uh, but. It's paying o'clock, everybody. That means we got you. We got Skidal, and you need to get the fuck out of here. So uh, we have been joined by me uh, later in the episode, Jackal uh, at JackalJester on Twitter dot com, where you can follow me. Where I'll be honest, at the moment, right now, there's not much tweets going by because I am in pain. Uh, you, I've also been joined by our our guest today, Reich. Yeah, uh, I'm Reich, uh, hashtag, uh, not hashtag, uh, at uh, Reikiboy with an I. Don't uh, create any hashtags about me. I am not the National Socialist. Thank you. Well, uh, I'll, I'll make sure that when the episode releases, we put a hashtag out, uh, sir. Um, I've also been joined by Finch. Hello, everyone. I'm uh, Finch. You can follow me at Finchor on Twitter.com. I'm currently on Lenten Heidits, but you can also catch me on the Mammonberg Discord service. Server. We promise that we will ship up some discourse for you, Lickety Split. Yes. Lickety Split. Yes. I've also been joined by Here, let's get this up. Phil. Yes! Yes, you have been joined by Phil. Phil has joined you. Very good, very good. Delicious, delicious, lickety split. <laughs> yummy, yummy. Where can they uh, find you? Where can they find me? Uh, at Cryptid Director uh, on Twitter.com. And uh, you can break into my house and replace all of my eggs with paper mache. Okay. Josiah. Yeah. Your eggs as well? To make heads. No! Bitch, don't call attention to that! Okay. I will Josiah. replace you with Reich. You can follow me at Josiah W. Sutton on Twitter, although I'm away for Lenten fasting stuff, 
but you can follow me. I'll be back on Sundays, and also you should join the Mammonberg Discord, which is where I'm mostly doing stuff. I also have a Substack and another podcast called Fruitless. You should check those out. And that's like months and months and months. Like on fucking Memenberg publications asking for the Discord link and you people never posted it to me. And I came on the Discord and everyone was is, already. Is it not like pinned to the to the to the Twitter? Um, no, he did have to in in right in Reich's defense he did have to ask me for the link. Why do we have uh, a link on Ask us ask us for a link. Just yeah, if you link. ask, if you DM one of us for a link, we'll, we'll send we'll, we'll it give to it to you. It's kind of like a cool. Literally, three out of four of us are gone, and you're sick. I'm Finch. I, I, this is the best that I felt, and I feel awful. So yeah. So how? How's anybody gonna get the like, Just DM us. Rank, like, D- two I have Finch. I have. I have nothing. I have nothing else to do. Other than to like be online because my my ear has been killing me for the entire week. Oh so no! He can he can send him the link. So st- yeah. just DM Jackal. Don't don't DM me weird stuff though. If you do that, I I'll uh, I'll DM Jackal weird stuff. Don't do that, please. Okay, uh, we're don't. done. <laughs> we're done. Bye. 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 Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.